This episode of Silly Talks About Science Fiction is brought to you by Muffin Pound Saga. Are you tired of crushing candy? Wouldn't you rather pound some muff? Muffin Pound Saga! Not coming soon to a phone near you. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy book series called Prison Dad. Prison Dad! Prison Dad contains three volumes and a collection of silly short stories, um, all interconnected, all about the life of Les Gum and his silly sci-fi adventures. With his three besties. Blah, blah, blah. We're here to talk about... Well, not blah, blah, blah. Yes, please check out our super cool <laughs> website and our free stories and also all the information about our events and our other podcasts. At PrisonDad.com. Indeed. So, yesterday was fun at the Coventry Con, wasn't it, Kristen? Oh, yeah. We had a great time, met some new folks, and sold some books. It was amazing. We, uh... Are recording this about three days before we actually go. That's okay. So. I'm just imagining good things, <laughs> good things for the future. That that banner my mom made was awesome. Yes, yeah, it really was really awesome. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Thanks, we Thank appreciate you, Andrea. it. Um, so this week is the first in a two-parter. Yes. We're actually doing a sequel. Yes. So we thought, um, you know, keeping in mind that it's the last month of summer, we wanted to talk about things that were germane to when you're a kid in the summer. So the first half of this is going to be movies that feature games. So sci-fi horror movies that feature games as a main mm-hmm. component of the story. Or, or it's a strong component of the story. Right. Or, or, or a component of the story. Yes. Or a game that's featured in part of the story. Yes. Or, you know, movies that have something to do with board games. Right. And next week, we're going to talk about video game movies. Yes. So because movies made about existing video games right. that you can actually play. It was game first and then yes. then movie for next week. This week, it's games that you can't really play in the real world or a game is featured in a movie. That's correct. As a part of the story. Correct, correct. Yes. So, um, yeah, so next week should be great because, let's face it, Video game movies are always terrible. Yes. But sometimes they're kind of fun. Yeah. I'm one of those people who really can appreciate movies even when they suck. Except for, like, some movies which just... Feature Kevin Costner? Yes. Yeah. I don't think there's any Costner on our list today. He's a great ruiner of things. Mm -hmm. Right. It's true. It's true. Essentially. Or Geely, which there is absolutely nothing redeemable about. Wow. Yes. Guys, I don't think this script's gonna work. (laughs) (laughs) Just don't. All right, let's start. Let's start by talking about uh, Jumanji. All right. Yeah. So Jumanji is sort of a classic movie. Um, Kirsten Dunst and you got Robin Williams, who I love. Uh, It is about uh, some kids that try to play a board game and that they find in their attic, and it actually comes to life, basically. And so there's cool animals running around their house, and, you know, they have to sort of escape from arrows and, you know, dangerous... Animals. Animals and people that are pursuing them as they play this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was so, a great book. We all, I read the book, I think, in elementary school, probably. Okay. You know. Did you? You didn't go to public school for elementary Jumanji. school, did you? No. You went to private... I went to, you went to, I went to Catholic school. So ah. We like, the Bible. Oh, how did that go tales. for you? Yeah? It was a fabulous work of fiction. Oh! Oh! oh I'm getting in trouble now. It's so weird. Every time you say the Bible, <laughs> my blood starts to, like, my skin catches on fire yes. and I get really so angry. I was I was raised Catholic. I still believe in God, but, you know... Hail Satan! Yeah. I hope my mom didn't hear that. Yeah. 
Um, yeah, no offense to anyone that, that really... Anyway, getting back to, back to Jumanji here. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Yeah, we're talking about Jumanji, which is a lot more fun. So Jumanji, um, you know, it, it was a decent adaptation of it. It was a good-looking movie, I remember, for the time... Um, that that the movie came out, I remember, you know, because there was a lot of like computer, like CG elements and stuff like that, and I thought it looked pretty solid at the time. Now, I saw it when it came out in like 1995 when I was 15, and um, I I haven't seen it since then. So whether or not it st- stood the test of time, I think it probably would. I feel like most Robin Williams movies, when I watch them again, I'm like that still is a good movie. But I remember I enjoyed it when I watched it before. It's a lot of fun. I love to see crazy animals, especially crazy animals traipsing through a suburban living room. Because that could never really happen, but it's kind of fun to it imagine. could happen. Okay. In the end of 12 Monkeys, bears. where they're like, the animals are going down the Schoolkill Expressway? Or like that weird TV show about like the James Patterson books that didn't that well. move That show was terrible. And you know what? It's still on. <laughs> Zoo, it's still on. It was terrible. Oh, it was horrible. I didn't even try to watch it. Oh, I tried really? to watch everything sci-fi, but look what happens to me. I just get angrier and angrier. Yeah, that's not it's not worth it. But anyway, maybe or maybe if like all humanity died and then animals were free to roam the world, then there could be elephants in your living room at any time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But anyway, it's Jumanji's true. a lot of fun. Yeah, a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, a great book. A lot, uh, a lot more fun than just playing a regular board game too. I'll just throw it out there. But you know. Probably. Just saying. More than likely. A little bit more destructive, but... Um, next we're going to talk about Dijaric! Dijaric! Yeah, and I bet you guys totally thought we made that up, right? But actually, that's the name of the cool holographic chess game that they play in Star Wars. Yeah, um, seriously, for my entire life, I always thought it was called Monster Chess. Um, I mean, that's pretty much what it I is. I can't believe I, ne- I never knew the name of it, like... I didn't either, but now I'm. Really I can't believe I'm admitting that. Dejarik. Dejarik. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of downloads for this podcast, and it's gonna be like, he didn't know what the a name bunch of, of that. Dejarik. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go back to the Dejarik store. But anyway, Dejarik is super cool because obviously Han Solo has a version of it on the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, he's got that table dedicated to it. Loves to play. Yeah. Except that you always have to let him win. Let the so Wookiee win. Not as much fun right. if you're if you're a competitive person. You always have to just let Chewie win, or he'll choke out your droids. I just want to say that I think it's complete and total <laughs> bullshit that in the Force Awakens when they turned it on, it was in the same. Spot position it was when they shut it off in A New Hope. Ah. I think. I think. It's, you mean to tell me in the thirty whatever years that nobody played the game? Maybe nobody cared about playing Dejarik because they were too busy. Well, I thought it was like it was Unkar had it, so I don't know how long Empire Jedi all yeah, that time but on the Falcon. They were defeating the Empire. Nobody had time to play Dejarik. You're sitting in hyperspace. You need something to do. Are you just fixing the Falcon the whole time? Probably, because no. that thing needed a lot of help. I mean, jeez. She may not look like much, but she got, to where, she got it where it counts. <laughs> We've been drinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got this sweet um, Omegang uh, Game of Thrones blonde ale. Iron Throne Iron blonde, Throne ale. blonde ale. It's not even that strong. It wasn't, but it was very enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So we did know. drink it pretty quick. We obviously like Game of Thrones is over. So shout out to how awesome that was. But um, that ended like months ago. Like last month, bro. Chill. Listen, it feels like longer. I know. 
And now we only get eight episodes more. Don't even start with me because I'm going to cry. I still think it's two seasons of eight episodes. That's what I thought originally. But then I feel like the things I've been reading more recently, because George R. R. Martin is, like, not wanting to write ever again. He's just done. It's too stressful. Anyway. Anyway. Next on our list is Wizard Chess in Harry Potter, which is a super fun game, mm -hmm. except that you could die. But hold on. So, like, there's, like, the real real wizard chess, which is what they play to get to Voldy things in the end of uh, Philosopher's Stone. Ron is, That's right. I hit you with the British name. Voldy things? (laughs) I said uh, Philosopher's Stone. Oh, okay. (laughs) What's up, bestie? Anywho, <laughs> yeah, so there's two versions that show up in the Philosopher's Stone, or the Sorcerer's Stone, if you read it in America. Um, and basically, the, the original version, um, Ron, I mean, Ron's the master at chess, which is really kind of cool, because Ron, this is our first introduction to all three characters, and Ron's sort of showcased as, like, the goofy one that messes things up, but at chess, he's, like, very smart and strategic, which is kind of cool. I love that J.K.'s characters have, like, different dimensions. It's not like you'd expect someone to be the goofball, and they're the goofball all the time, and that's just what they do. Everyone has their strengths and weaknesses. Most garbage TV in America. Um, you know, so, so Ron is really good at chess. He plays with Harry on the little chess boards where you could kind of get hurt. You get like zapped and things if you didn't, if you didn't win. Um, but then when they played wizard chess on Voldy things, this magical giant chess board where the chess pieces are the same size as you, you had to actually climb on a chess piece and you were actually in, in danger. I mean, you kind of thought when I originally saw that movie like that Ron could have been mortally injured and or dead. The pieces were blowing up. Yeah. And yeah. And slicing them in half and there was some crazy stuff happening. It was very, very intense and dangerous, which Mm Like, Valdi thing, can we just all establish what a dick Valdi things is? Like, what a total dick. dick. He's drinking unicorn blood, all right? Yeah, and like, little kids had to come and like stop him from doing evil things, and he was gonna just kill little kids. How about how much of a dick all the adults are? I hated all the adults in the Harry Potter universe. (laughs) They're like, oh no, he's not coming, Harry. Why don't you shut up and go to class? Don't worry about it. Yeah. And no, no, nobody's gonna go make sure that the sorcerer philosopher's stone is fine. No. No, damn, we'll just leave that to, like, freaking children that just started to go to school, and hopefully they don't get killed violently by a crazy wizard with Michael Jackson on the back of his head. Right. I mean, and then even after all that, in the first book ends, and in the second book, it's the same shit over again. It's like, no, Harry, go to class. There's not some freaking snake going around turning kids into freaking stone. Until You're there an idiot. is. Yeah. Until there is. And it's Ginny freaking Weasley. Yep. Heir of Slytherin. But I think, you know, I'm not dissing on JK. I think it's awesome that she wrote those books. I love them so much. And I think what me, the point she was trying to prove is that kids have things to share with us that if you pay attention to them are really important. But adults tend to overlook them because we just want to imagine the world being one way. And, you know, we forget to sort of see the bigger picture sometimes. That's wow. a deeper message very, very that weird. I took away. Um, you can slap that from yeah. HP. Anyway, Let's go moving on. on to some fun things. Uh, so there's Zathora. Okay, so... The best part about this movie is that Kristen Stone gets frozen. Stewart. I'm sorry, Kristen Stewart gets frozen into stone for a brief period of time, and that's probably the best acting in her career. She screams at one point, and it's like, it's like wow, you have range. You can show emotion. You know what? I hate you, Kristen Stewart. I don't hate You're her. You ruin. But, like, I don't yeah. know if she's really ruined. 
I was so amped for Adventureland, and I felt like it was terrible. She was just in things that weren't great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think she has naked pictures of someone, which is why she keeps getting roles. It's quite possible. Yeah. I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. yeah. So this movie, um, it was a huge flop. Um, yeah. The trailer, you know, we watched the trailer again before we did this podcast, and you know what? The trailer looks so cool. It does. It looks, like, really fun, and, like, Dax Shepard is in it, and, like, little baby Joshua Hutcherson, who was in The Hunger Games, and, like, you know, Kristen Stewart, because she's famous, even though, like... You know, not super impressed by the acting skills, but, you know, whatever. She's famous, still. So here's here's my trivia on, on Zathura, okay? It, it bombed. It was it was not a good movie. It, it, it flatlined in the box office. Then Marvel took, you know, John Favreau directed it. The next movie he directed was Iron Man, which we know was awesome. a massive success. And on top of not only did they take a, a director that just had a, a major bomb, they also took Robert Downey Jr., who was a hot mess at the time. Yeah. He was a hot mess for most of his career, but he made a good comeback, so. Yeah. God bless you, buddy. Yeah, he really he really nailed it. So, yeah, there's just some rebound there, you know. How much of a chance Marvel really took on the Iron Man movie? And there's billions. They made billions from the start of the, making the franchise with that, you know. Because yeah. what if what if Iron Man would have been like you know Batman vs Superman? Oh please! I still don't want to see it. I still don't want to see it. And now Suicide Squad, which we've been hyping, sucks. So I actually was talking to one of my coworkers, Eric, who is you know a super nerd like us and loves nerds and loves comic books and and superheroes and all that stuff. And he said that he actually thought it wasn't that bad. He said that the plot was okay, the acting was subpar, the music was horrible. He said the music was actually like just horrible and it really ruined the experience. Get those nerds! Nerd! Nerds! Well- One time was when I was in law school, Jeff knows this story, we were studying for our first year exams when I was a first year, and um, it was all these people in the cafeteria at like 4 p.m. just like totally focused on their books. And I just, like, couldn't take it anymore. <laughs> so I just stood up in the middle of everyone and I yelled out, <laughs> And everybody started laughing and it was did really they? fun. They did, because they were like, oh my god, we are nerds. Because you went to, like, a, <laughs> kind of went to, like, a prestigious school. Totally, but everybody was, like, at their wits I know, they were like, hey, hey, look at this middle finger in your face. <laughs> they all knew we were nerds. <laughs> there was nobody in there, like, the guys that were the cool guys and nerds to actually call out that everybody was nerds. <laughs> And no one was going to beat us up for being nerds. Like, we were just all absolutely, like, joined in nerddom. So it was a moment. Yeah. When I, when I was in grad school, mm-hmm. there were, like, two big tech companies merged. And it was, like, pandemonium. Pandemonium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, let's get back to games. So games! Th- so Zathura... Uh, Zathura looks really neat in the commercial. I hope you watch it one day. Yeah, Maybe. Because it's really not. I know. It's like such a shame. There's so many movies that so look so great in the ad, and then when you actually go see them, you're like, what the hell did they <gasps> this do? This is why we're picking about going to the theater these days. It's too yeah, expensive. It's too expensive. And then if you're disappointed, it's like, dude, what? So let's talk about some classic. Let's yeah. talk about The Last Starfighter. The Last Starfighter. This is still such a fun movie. We watched it year ago two years ago again recently yeah, yeah pretty recently because i don't know why but we just decided to watch it again and it was so much 
fun. It's so, like, cute. It's so 80s. So if you've been watching Stranger Things and you miss 80s movies, like, this is a great one to look back on. The concept here is that your main character is playing a video game, which is actually a, a government test. Yeah. To be a starship pilot. Right. And he's, like, a poor kid from, like, the bad side of town that wants to be friends with people. And he's kind of... You know, left out of things. Yeah. So that, but he gets to be like the coolest guy and the hero for the whole town. Right. So, but it's just fun. It's a fun. It's a fun movie. Silly, lighthearted movie about a kid that is really great at arcade games. Yeah. Uh, and a, a spoof of this, I love, absolutely love. And um, it was like at, at first, I didn't realize they were gonna they were spoofing this. And then as I watched it more and more, and I was like, I was just completely blown away at this last last Starfighter was in the Clerks cartoons. Randall is playing a game called Pharaoh, building a pyramid, and he and he does really well building the pyramid. And so you know, once he gets a really high score, they like take him in the room and they give him like the same speech as like last the last Starfighter speech. So Randall thinks he's going to go be a Starfighter. Then he's like, uh, no. The point of Pharaoh is that you put the blocks together to build a pyramid. And then the next scene is, like, Randall, like, in slave labor, building, like, pulling giant blocks and, like, making a pyramid. Yes, yeah, probably the only time that Randall didn't win when he was trying to mind F someone. Yeah. <laughs> Those Clerks cartoons are so much better than Clerks, Clerks 2. So much better. Yeah. Oh, God, they're yeah. making another one. And they're making another Mallrats. Uh, no. I no. just want to watch the original Clerks because it's so goofy and ridiculous. And I like Mallrats better than I like Clerks. I like them both. I like them both. But I like I like Clerks because it was so different. Yeah, Clerks was so different. And it was so, so, like, I don't give a crap. My brother worked at Sims at the time, so, like, funny. yeah, it was, like, it was so yeah. relevant to him. Yeah, and it was, like, it was, like... Dudes that had like no ambition in life and weren't successful, but they were smart. But they didn't care and funny, well, and they just didn't care. Too. Like they have Randall interesting conversations, care. yeah, and like they think about things, but they're just like completely useless at mm-hmm. life. And it was, I, don't, I just think it's so funny. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, moving on those, um, um, to Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It Ralph, which is so much fun. It's it was so much fun. Movie, and this is what we always say on our podcast. We always, we always want fun movies. Wreck yeah. Ralph was totally fun because it's so fun. you saw it's got John C. Riley, who mm-hmm. I just love in everything. So you had you had your your Donkey Kong spoof. You had Which your I, I guess like your man. like Halo kind of spoof, like um and like the little candy like girly games spoof. Mm-hmm. And there was like the Mario Kart spoof. Right. That's that's, that's like that one. So like you know you, you had all these elements like you know all 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 together and had the games crossing over and you saw what the games were doing. No one was playing them. And you could see the games. Looking at the more popular games. And wanting to be that game. But it had that really lovely message that, like, even if you have an imperfection... Like, yeah, the that glitchy character, yeah. the exact reason why you can succeed or, or you know, be really great at something that other people aren't able to accomplish. Right. Which I, which I love because, you know, I feel like that's a great message for little kids to have that like you don't have to be perfect and sometimes things that you perceive as being flaws or glitches that you have are actually things that are strengths and if you learn to harness them like you can do great things that that's a great point too look at you that's you're like two for like like motivational i just had my nephew like last week i have a brand new baby nephew so i'm a little you know excited about life and excited about encouraging wait till he hits three I love your son. <laughs> he is going to do great things. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. The next movie I never saw, but you have. 
Yeah. It is Ouija. Ouija! It is a piece of crap! <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm raised Catholic, right? And I still believe in God. My mother refused to let my sister and I have Ouija boards as kids because she really swore that they might possess an evil spirit or be able to conjure the devil. I feel like all my friends is, have it but me too, so don't yeah, feel so bad. Which is, like, what happens in The Exorcist, essentially. Like, the idea. It's not actually what they show in the movie, but, like, the idea that it was based upon is, like, a little girl channels, like, a demon by playing with a Ouija board, right? So, and I had friend, a friend who grew up in Vietnam, and they played a Ouija board with... They would actually go dig up graves and take, like, wood from the graves to make Ouija boards. And she told me some really scary stories about things that happened when they played with those Ouija boards, as opposed to, like, the Parker Brothers cardboard movie. <laughs> cardboard, you know, game that this movie is based on. This movie is a piece of absolute garbage. <laughs> the idea is, yeah, the same thing. Like, so people play with the Ouija board and it brings forth an evil spirit that ends up killing them. But I'm bringing it up just because it is a movie that features a game. It could have been done much better, probably if a Japanese director had handled it. Because <laughs> <laughs> those movies are effing scary. I'm not talking, like, the remakes. Like, even though I, I did think the original Ring was pretty scary. Oh, you watched like, it too? Yeah. When you what watch, when you about, watch yeah. like, the Japanese versions of that stuff, yeah. those are goddamn scary movies. <laughs> So maybe if someone like that made a movie about a Ouija board and or they used some of my friend Lone's stories about what happened when they played in Vietnam, then it would be a scary movie. But this is not. So just putting it out there, it is a movie about a game, but it's not a good one. So <laughs> Let's talk about a great movie based upon a board game, and that's Clue. Clue! I watched this so many times when I was a little kid. It was on all the time when we were kids. It was. And I had, like, an obsession with Tim Curry because my dad read it to my sister and I when we were little kids. So, like, when he played Pennywise, it was amazing. And then he was the devil in Legend. And then he was the butler in Clue. And Clue is just so much fun. I mean, I love play I still love playing Clue because it's always different every time you play it. And sometimes you really can't guess, like, what happened. And now they have, like, all the different iterations of Clue. Like, you play Simpsons Clue. And, you know, um, we're totally making a prison day clue. You should, but instead of telling people less, is just going to steal stupid stuff. Yeah, oh yeah, it's just going to be. He'll always get caught. <laughs> Colonel Mustard. But this movie is like Colonel so much Mustard. fun. I love that it's Mr. like just a little bit dark and a little bit creepy, but not like really, really scary. And it's so much. It's so fun. It's so fun. And it's so much fun. You know what? In the and 90s? I love, I love the alternate endings because yes. it's almost like when you play the game, like all the different ways that it could end, like who could have done it and who didn't do it. Like, it's just, it's such a fun movie and the characters are really fun and like, they're like caricatures. Like if you were playing a game, like it's not a real person that's fully mapped out. But at the same time, like, you know, there's some spicy action going on. Oh, of course. You know, there was some drinking going on. Oh, there was some course. shenanigans, some fun stuff. And the English, you know, home in a rainstorm. So it's just a really fun movie. I, I watched it so many times when I was a kid and I never got tired of it. So we grew up, you know, so we were like teenagers in the 90s. Mm -hmm. So, um, and at, at this time, uh, there was still music on on MTV. Yes. And there wasn't good music, but there was there was, was music, music. There was music on, you know. There, <laughs> hey, Headbangers Ball was on. But anyway, yeah, that's true. the point is that VH1 sucked in the 90s. Yeah, VH1 was basically just like Michael Bolton 24/7. But for some reason, they would play the Clue movie on VH1 all the time. All the time. We were night owls as kids, so like yep. 
Yeah. It was. It would be like on, like like at night. It'd be like ten o'clock. Be like boom. Oh, I'm watching Clue. So I'm gonna do it. Of it's Clue. Why wouldn't I watch Clue? <laughs> or like I had um, you know, I had a paper out when I was a teenager. So like, it would get to the point in the summer. Where I'm like, oh, should I really go to sleep for two hours and then get up and do my newspapers, or should I just you know stay up? So I'd uh, stay up and I'd be like, okay, what's on TV? I'm like, oh, Clue's on again. It always was. It always was. I watched Clue. I watched 120 Minutes. I watched Nick at Night because I was an insomniac from the time that I was like 12 till I was like 17. I slept maybe two hours a night. I seriously feel like I you kicked your insomnia like two years ago, though, buddy. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> now I finally, I think it's my job. It just kicks my butt. I think so it's the dogs, to be honest <laughs> with you. That too. They make me get up. They don't play around. But it's yeah. been about two years. No, it's been three years. Yeah, I think so. That I've actually slept at night. Yeah, three years. <laughs> Isn't that sad? I don't know. Because anyway. right around the time I moved here, you got the dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably is sooky. Anyway, Clue, fantastic board game-based Good movie. Yeah. Uh, not very sci-fi, but totally falls no, into but, this whole like it's, realm. It's kind of like horror, I guess. It's kind of like a sci-fi horror. Like, yeah. Not, it's not the real world. It's a little bit like more yeah. campy. I get I'll, I'll buy it. Yeah. i buy it. Um, now, one of my favorites is Tron. Tron. Tron, you know, based upon you. In the computer. Yeah, damn MCP. Got any more 80s metal kind of. Hooking up with the motherboard. <laughs> Keep going. Mother. <laughs> motherboard. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we got Jeff Bridges talking in the, into the computer, yeah, and you know, dude. all of his friends are, uh, you know, the, the programs in there, and um, there's a gladiator battle that's going on. They all have their memory disc that they use to fight with. And, yeah, um, how about that? People used to have discs where they kept memory. Yeah. Yeah. Kids I still, now I still wanna, don't know anything about that. Yeah, isn't that the save button? Maybe like that's a joke. USB port, maybe. But it's a joke because yeah. the save button. They're yeah. like, isn't yeah. that the save button? Like, yeah. uh, no, maybe for you. Dumbasses no. like me when I was a kid had to walk around with discs that yeah. had like my homework on them, and if you lost that disc, like, whoops, yeah. sorry. Hey, when I was in like, just gone. Yeah, when I was in undergrad, I was like the only person that had like a USB key, and like. A oh, girl, yeah, like, got stuck in the computer, had, like, a project on it. I was like, oh, get out! Yeah, dude. It was a different world. So Tron... Tron was a real possibility. No, Tron, no, Tron is still... <laughs> it was so revolutionary at the time, and it was so much fun to watch, and, you know, it, it was great. Um, and then, you know, Legacy came out a couple of years ago, and I, I loved it. I thought it was fun. Yeah, we saw, it. we saw an IMAX. Did we see it 3D? I think we saw a 3D IMAX. Might have. Yeah. Yeah, I think we, like... Probably. It was, it was fun. We did all the things and stuff with all it, yeah. All the things and stuff. And it was great. And the great. dude was in it for a little bit, showing up and being there. Cause yeah. It was his son going back to save him. But it was like his voice for like more the... more hot chicks. Like you know, the alternate version of him that was like running yeah. the thing, you know, and they made him look younger. Yeah. And, yeah. and it didn't have that scary looking guy that looks like the guy from South Park that was nah. like the alien or whatever. Uh, so Tron, yeah, Tron gets two thumbs up. Even the new one gets two fun. thumbs up. Yeah, I really felt like they Tron. were going to, you know... Disney didn't see it as, as lucrative enough to make another one. Maybe they'll change their mind in 20 years, whatever. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see where what, what the story's going to go, because now he brought the program out with him. Yeah. It came out. Right? Um, it's so, like Freddy, like, coming out of your dreams. Sort of. Maybe. No. no. Okay. Aww. <laughs> so they made a Tron cartoon on um, ABC Family, and I, I watched it for a while, and the problem was... with. It was like, there was like two good episodes and there'd be one episode where you'd be like, oh, make it stop already. 
And they'd be like, a good episode, bad episode. Two good episodes. And it was like, every time I was like, all right, I can't do it. Can't do it anymore. I got to stop it. There was like another good episode. Then there was like a string of bad episodes. And I have no idea if it, even if it's still on. That was years ago. Yeah. It was before I moved here. So it was at least three years ago. So um, hmm. I gave up on it. So I think they probably replaced it when they did another Star Wars cartoon or something. So quite possibly um yeah so tron tron is fun um tron! scott pilgrim yeah scott pilgrim is so cool if you haven't seen it go watch it go watch it because it's so much fun michael sarah's finest moment yeah michael sarah's hilarious he plays this young man who is trying to win the heart of a attractive young lady and one of macaulay culkin's brothers is his roommate um, the whole cast is great. It's so much fun. It's so funny. It's basically like it looks like a video game, and he has to basically fight this girl's ex boyfriends to win her heart. Um, but every time he fights them, it's basically like um, Anna a Kendrick, video game. Audrey Plaza, who's like my girlfriend. She doesn't know it. Ow! What'd you flick me for? Cat <laughs> Denning. Oh, she's my wife. She just doesn't know it yet. Oh, I'm sorry. I just vomited on myself a little bit. And it wasn't the beer. Anyway, Mary Brandon Elizabeth Winstead. Good times. Plays the girl that he's Alan chasing Moore. after. And um, it's just a really fun movie. And Anna Kendrick's in it, too. And um, she's great. Um, but basically, every time he's like battle... I know you're great. I was totally great. I didn't really let you know that. on myself. Just so our listeners know. Um, but anyway... It's really fun. I love every time he has to like fight somebody. It looks like a video game, and she looks like a character from a video game because she's always changing like her hair and her little outfits, and um, it's stylized and it's fun. And then at the end, like when he fights the big bad, it's just like the super douchey guy, and uh, it's a good movie. It's a lot of fun. It was even funnier than I thought it was going to be when I originally was going to watch it. Yeah, so th- this is one of those really those good. things too where I'm like, that's going to be awesome. And then when I saw it, I'm like. That was awesome. Yes. Like, that was a more than awesome. I have yeah. it. You can, it's you a great movie. Watch it again sometime. Scott watch it. Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> now, this next thing is uh, an, a, a specific episode from Star Trek The Next Generation. One of my favorite episodes of all time. It's so corny. It's called The Game. The and game. what happens here is that Riker's, you know, vacation at Risa because, let's face it, He's William T. Riker, and he likes some loose women. Oh, my, and he finds a spicy lass in this episode. Yeah, so this spicy lass oh that he's, he's chasing around, um, you know, lets him play this game, and when he looks through it, there's these, like, discs and these, like, cylinders. He's got to put the disc in the cylinder. It works with your mind. And what he's actually doing is brainwashing him. So he gets back to the Enterprise, and he's like, oh, you got to try this, you got to try this. And for some reason, everybody plays it with the exception of Will Wheaton and Ashley Judd. So all right. the all the adults are like playing it. Yeah. But like the two youngest people they show aren't playing it. They're like not into it, which I, is probably true if you think about it. Like if your parents are super into a game and they're like, "You got to play this," like your first instinct as a young person is to be like, "That has uh, to be the lamest nope. thing ever." Uh-huh. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's like when I was at, my parents played bridge. Nah. So I had no interest in that. You know, my mom 
<laughs> would make me... I'd have to beat her in Dr. Mario if I wanted to ride somewhere before I could drive. I think I was like 15, 14, 15. Dr. Mario. I used to play Dr. Mario when I had to work at a diner overnight when I was in college. Yeah. Because I would get home from work at 6 o'clock in the morning and I was like totally wired because I'd been up since like 6 p.m. the previous Drinking night. Drinking coffee. Like, or 11 p.m. the previous night. Yeah, so like I would just play Dr. Mario for like three hours and my roommates were like getting up all groggy and like, what's going on? And I'm like... Hey guys, we're hanging out with Dr. Mario! Like a psycho. I was like, wow, this is really addictive, this game. Was it before or after the ranch dressing incident? No, it was before. I, I know. quit, I I quit when I spilled the ranch dressing all over the nasty, nasty floor of the ye old college diner at Penn State and realized that my life had to be worth at least a little bit more than that. And cleaning up your mess? Cleaning up ranch dressing off the floor at 3 a.m. So anyway, so anyway <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite Star Trek Next Generation episodes. So much so... That in our new book that's coming out this fall sometime, Yay, probably in November, Ray. I the the final story in it is called Muffin Pound Civilization. Yes. Now you may remember what the the game that sponsored this podcast, Muffin Pound Saga, Saga. is. That's just a game our 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 characters play, and that's because when we wrote all these stories about five years ago. Candy Crush was huge. Now, who plays Candy Crush yeah, anymore? But everybody was, like, obsessed with it. Yeah. So it's so funny to say it, but... Yeah. So, um, um, Muffin Pound Civilization is the game they all get obsessed with, and it's kind of like my ode to, like, how obsessed I was with Civilization as a kid, and with mobile gaming being so popular. And, uh, this is all done before Pokemon Go. Yeah. Pokemon Go, I guess. Which everybody's, like, super crazy about that. Okay, it's kind of fun. Ooh. But anyway, we shouldn't talk about that. But anyway, so, that story, uh, I... I it's a it's a it's a riff on um, it's a riff and it's an homage to this episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation. It's just kind of a really fun episode. Yeah. I liked it when JLP got obsessed with the game. Yeah. that's pretty funny. Yeah. I was really hoping JLP wouldn't. I think you're gonna tell me how much did. you like my story. Your story's fantastic and oh, hilarious. Yeah, it's pretty good. And Jet and Les saves the day, which he like ne- never. Spoiler did. alert. <laughs> Well, sorry, but somebody has to save the day, and you know it's not going to be Jed. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll, we'll probably get into more detail about our new book whenever we get close to finishing it. Need some edits. Yes, yes, that's the next project. And stuff. But, yes. Um, so, anyway, uh, next up on the list is a movie called Stay Alive, which I watched several times because I have a penchant for watching the same horror movie many, many times in a row, just to really get the whole flavor of it. Um, this is not a great movie, but it is really fun, especially if you like video games and the possibility of dying if you play the video games and don't win. Um, so that's kind of the premise of this film. Uh, it's basically, it's a video game based on Elizabeth Bathory, who is this evil countess in, um, Europe who used to kill virgins and bathe in their blood. So, uh, the premise of the game is that you have to save the virgins and kill Elizabeth Bathory, but she's like a ghost evil monster and she comes out of the game to kill people that are playing it in the real world. Who are all virgins? Um, Yes. Yes, that's the thing. So, um, if they're not virgins, they, you know, I think they still die. But, yeah, um, so Frankie Muniz is in this. He's probably still a virgin. No, I'm just totally, nah. kidding. totally kidding, Frankie, if you're out there listening to He was in Sharknado! I know. <laughs> three. Um, Two? You know, three. and uh, three. Milo Ventimiglia dies in the beginning of this. He was the heartthrob from Heroes at the time that this yes, movie came out. But he right. only has a very short... Um, role in this and um sophia bush and goldberg who was in um 
you know, uh, Dazed and Confused, which I only watched like eight. I was thinking of Adam Goldberg from the Hebrew Hammer. Yes, he was very funny in that too. Um, but you know, it's a fun movie. It's totally silly and and not at all realistic, but I enjoyed it. Um, I like that Sophia Bush was named. That was a character named October because I was born in October. Aww. It's kind of a terrible name for a kid, but I thought it was kind of cool. Um, but it's fun. It's a very cheesy, fun movie about kids that sort of get sucked into a video game. So it's like an elongated version of what happens to Breck and Meyer and Freddy's Dead. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> so I never saw Ouija or I never saw Stay Alive. If I wanted to watch one, which one should I watch? Stay Alive. 100%. <laughs> Knew you were going to say that. It's actually fun. It's not a great movie, but it's fun. If someone said, hey, Stay Alive is on, I'd probably be like, let me watch that again. It's kind of fun. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. Indeed. It was better than, what was that movie, Crimson Paws, Crimson something, Crimson and it had Tide. Loki in it? That movie wasn't good. And I thought it was going to be really good from the Crimson ad. Peak. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really bad. I don't know. Don't no. watch Crimson Peak. Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. That's not about a video game. It just sucked. Talking about sucking. Let's talk about the Battleship movie. Yeah, the movie where the aliens look like Jeff. The aliens look like me in this movie. Like, at first they showed them, and we were like, wait a minute. What? And there was, like, another one. And then, like, ten minutes later, I'm making, like, a like a Facebook post of, like, the aliens on one side of the picture and me on the other side of the picture. It's like, oh, the aliens look like me. Yeah. It's kind of They all do. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of weird. It wasn't as scary when you see them that way. Because I'm like, that's my bestie. Hello. <laughs> I hope I'm not scary looking. Not scary looking at all. And anyway, this movie was absolutely atrocious. Oh, God. The, w- the worst <laughs> the part? The guys, like, die in, like, the first hour <laughs> or, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> so there wasn't even any eye candy. <laughs> the worst part of the movie, in my opinion, was when they were actually playing Battleship. Oh they were like, God. shoot a missile to B9. And it's like, it's a hit. I'm like, you're an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was hoping for fun. I no, wasn't hoping for a good movie. Fun. And it wasn't fun. It's just stupid. <laughs> it was really stupid. Liam Neeson. I know. What have you done? Read a script, man. I know. Oh he called them after the movie was over and he was like, I've just seen the film and you're going to be taken. Taken! <laughs> taken by Jar Jar! He owes me a life debt. Uh, I'm going to hang up now, Liam. Gonna... How's it Schindler's yeah, list? I gotta go. You <laughs> <laughs> used to be a legitimate Irish actor. <laughs> you taken. No, no, Liam Neeson redeemed himself. With the Ted 2 cameo. Yeah. That was the best thing ever. Fox I says. I know if I can, if I can buy this, this cereal. This tricks is. I understand it's, it's for children. Do you think the police will follow me if I buy this cereal? No, I, I think you're good. I'll remember you did this. Please, please don't. Please don't. No. 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 Let's talk about a good movie. Yep. Wizard. 
Yeah, Wizard. I totally forgot about this movie until we were looking about stuff to talk about for and the things. podcast to, to get ready to share some thoughts with you guys. But this movie is really fun. And a lot of people think it was like just an advertisement for Nintendo, which is kind of was. But at the same time, like it's just a really fun movie about some kids that like to play video games and they go to like a video game convention and they get to play uh, Mario Brothers Mario 3. 3. Yeah, before it like, came out. Yeah. Hey, the Power Glove's still a dumb idea. Just want to yeah, throw that, that out there. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It reminds me of like those weird shoes that people wear where you can see their toes, too. Like, <laughs> I hate that. There's this one guy at work that wears them like every day to work, and every time I see him on the elevator, I'm like, could you not wear those shoes? This is work. I Did don't you? want to think about your toes. But you work for like a big corporation. <laughs> I know. The people should be in like suits or khakis. That's what or... I think. But this guy is there wearing his creepy shoes of toes. Is he like, <laughs> is he on the elevator and he's like trying to like show it off to you? Like is he like, like his sticking his toes in your... His like trying to show things off. Like he's always like got his hair all like greased Wait, up. Hundreds like, of weird. people work in that building. How do you get stuck in this elevator with the same guy all the time? I don't know. Because he, well, he comes from Norristown, so he comes on the same train as oh. I see him. He's all, he's got his hair all greased up, and he always has, like, some artfully ripped up jeans and, like, those creepy shoes. Anyway. I want you to we were talking about Wizard. We're not talking card about this you. really creepy guy. That just says, you're a tool, shoes. and just hand it to I him. I really want to do yeah. that. Every day I see you're him, a tool. Like, you are a tool. You are a tool. You look like some guy that owns a pizza restaurant's son who turned out to be a douche. Like, that's what he looks like. I've been working from home for so long, I, I, I wouldn't know what it's like. I had to go to <laughs> Angie's work to get her, like, laptop last night. I forgot what, like, an office smelled like. Like, the cubes. Yeah. I forgot, like, what it's it was like. Yeah, bring it It was down. so weird. I, like, I was so confused because, like, I I haven't been there so long. I know. I shouldn't leave the basement. No, you should, though. Well, we're not in the basement right now. That's true. We're in my kitchen yeah, drinking you beer. You shouldn't stay in the basement. Anyway, we were no, talking hey, about hey, Wizard. Legend. Wizard. I said that which, earlier, too. Which has Fred Savage, <laughs> who was on The Wonder Years, and is really a cool dude and seems like a nice person in real life and this movie is really fun yeah especially if you like playing video games and especially if you like playing the mario brothers video games which i absolutely loved when i was a kid and we were actually going to play mario brothers while recording this podcast yes but then, but then we, we realized we had that too many beers and yeah we realized that we should probably focus on one thing and i didn't want kristen throwing like my wii u controller like across the room or something like that i would not do that no i've never done that I was never a kid that threw my controllers. No, I don't my throw brother my was. I throw your, your other was, things in my right? home when they frustrate me. Yeah, <laughs> you're getting better. So we have one more movie to talk about. And this is a movie that we went into, into grave detail how much we hated it in our uh, presentation at ChessyCon last yes, year. Yes, and I still um, haven't seen it, and I probably never will. But the short, I watched the short, <laughs> and the short was great. And we're talking about Pixels! Pixels! No, no, it's, Pixels doesn't even deserve a silly voice. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Pixels. Pixels. I'll say it the way that I say, like, ideas at work that don't thrill me. So, Pixels. <sighs> Great. Um, is, that, is that your work voice? <laughs> it's my work voice about things that don't, don't in any it's way, like your voicemail. Like, I didn't think I got you, like, when you were voicemail. Because I've been told that as a woman at work, you have to have a deeper register to your voice for people to take you seriously. So I went full Darth Vader Yeah, you people, did. Okay? I called her Dark, Darth Kristen after I heard her the first time. <laughs> <laughs> You're like... <laughs> I'm like, hello, you are my son. <laughs> You're a spy. And a member of the
Pixels was downright terrible. It looked terrible from the previews. It's like, oh, Adam Sandler and Kevin James. No. 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 Not going to happen. Um, I haven't really talked to anybody who liked this movie. No, oh, Rachel liked it. I haven't talked to anybody that watched this movie. <laughs> oh, I have. I have. Rachel liked it. But okay. I don't know if Rachel saw it or not. Maybe she just liked the idea. Remember, because we said in the presentation, and you can hear it, because the whole presentation is on our website, yeah, presentdad.com. Yeah, Rachel again if she actually watched it. Because Rachel usually likes cool things. Yeah. Like, she lent us her copy of The Martian, which was an awesome movie. Which I was kind of shocked we didn't see that before like, know, we had, had but that. she you know. was on it and bought that one, and she loves all the Star Trek. She told us the last one was really good. She liked it. Mm-hmm. We liked it. Yeah, we but, liked it. It was know, fun. Ra- Rachel's a kind person. She's a kind-hearted soul. I think she liked the nostalgia of Pixels, where it's I thought possible. the story was just downright Crap. terrible. I would rather just play Pac-Man, mm-hmm. honestly. Yeah. Or even Space Miss Invaders. Pac-Man. And Ange, big, uh, big Miss, Miss Pac-Man. I know, Ange loves Miss Pac-Man. Miss Pac-Man. Waka, 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 waka. Miss Pac-Man I always found was harder to play than Pac-Man. It added a new I depth. Think. yeah. It was harder to play. Do you remember Pac-Man cereal? Because that stuff was disgusting. <laughs> That'll be in part three. Video game cereals. <laughs> that you should never eat. <laughs> I joke about this now. So gross. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, so next week we're going to be talking about video game movies. And if you know us, we love terrible movies. Yes, we really do. And almost all video game movies are terrible. terrible. The only thing that can make them worse is if they had, like, Kevin Costner or Colin Farrell in yeah, them. Yeah, thankfully they haven't done that yet. But, mm, mm. So is... Time will tell. looming possibility. Oh, yeah. People always think, let's bring Costner back for this one. <laughs> and I'm the only one that's like, this is a bad idea. <laughs> you know... I think he would make a great father for Superman. Oh, no. Christ. <laughs> Until next week. Game on. Game on. Check out our website, prisondad.com, for lots of things and stuff. And play a game there, too. Let's finish the game. That's the line from Young Guns. So we'll be at Chessie Con and too. Townsend, Maryland. <laughs> This fall in November, the weekend after Thanksgiving, so make sure you come see us. Toots. There's a lot of great authors, a lot of great panels, lots of great things and stuff going on the whole weekend. Yes. Down in Maryland, right yes. outside D.C. Yeah, it's going to be fun. We're excited. We're going to do a presentation. Yeah, we're doing a presentation on, and we're going to record it, and it's going to be that week's podcast. Yes. And it's going to be on um, the uh, funniest moments in uh, Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. So that should be fun. We started writing a presentation last week. So. We did. Get some old school fans of both movies and maybe either movie. You know, depending. Sometimes they're a little polarizing. Hey, we should make them sit like Star Wars on one side and Star Trek on the yeah. other side. Yeah. And then people in the middle, like, they could just, yeah, just like have it, have no. it like. Choose your fate. Jeez. Fine. Anyway, until next week. Keep it. Enjoy playing yeah. with yourself. No. <laughs> play, games. play games, people. Games. Or with yourself. <laughs>